hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Exco, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, <laughs> that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Exco, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class. And here we are with our Masters of the Ring, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, the most decorated tag team wrestler of all time, and deathmatch god, Bully Ray. And the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer. Here we are with our master's class that drops exclusively only right here on the Busted Open podcast. And gentlemen, I think this afternoon we have a very timely topic for the Busted Open Nation, and that is social media. If you remember, a couple weeks back we had the nature boy, Ric Flair, and he made this statement on our air, and he said that, Social media is running pro wrestling. And he made it he made it right after he said it's not ruining pro wrestling, but it's running pro wrestling. Bully, you were a part of that show with me when we were interviewing Ric Flair. When Ric Flair said that, what is the thing that immediately came to your mind when he said that social media is running pro wrestling? Um, to an extent, I agreed with him because you can see how opinions on social media might sway certain companies to do or not do certain things. There are days when I think social media is really helping the wrestling business. And there are days that I think social media is destroying the wrestling business. Um, there are many ways to look at this conversation. Give me something specific that you'd like to know about when it comes to social media and wrestling, and I'll do my best to give you my opinion. Well, you know, you just said it, Bully. You said that there's a lot of different avenues. And you said that in some ways it's helping pro wrestling, in some ways it's ruining pro wrestling. So give me, if you could, give me one example on how of each one. How, give me an example of how you believe it's helping pro wrestling. It helps in the very first thing that comes to mind is it helps to bring the product, the brand, the individual, the performer, the wrestler to the fans that goes beyond television. We always talk about TV and ratings and how there are so many other ways of viewing pro wrestling these days, whether it's on DVR or Twitch or Hulu or whatever. Well, there's also social media. 
you know, fans might not have, uh, have have had a chance to see all of the pay-per-views that went on during Memorial Day weekend, whether that was under siege or battleground or double or nothing or night of champions. They can turn to social media to see highlights of what went on, to see the moments that occurred and keep themselves up to speed on everything that's going on. It helps younger wrestlers get their names out there. It helps talent across the board engage with fans um sell their merchandise there's a lot of positive that comes with social media and interaction with fans but that interaction with fans also leads to a lot of negative you've heard more than one wrestler say on social media that if a certain person who has said something negative on social media about that wrestler was standing in front of them, that fan would have never have said that. Social media makes tough guys and tough girls out of a lot of people out there who would never have the audacity, the nerve, or the guts to say that they were saying, say the things that they were saying in front of certain wrestlers. I see a lot of infighting amongst fans on social media. That's part of the that's part of one of the um, aspects that I really despise. I don't like it when, and I'm going to be extremely specific. I don't like seeing AEW fans argue with WWE fans. As a kid growing up, I never argued with my friends about other wrestling territories. We were always like, oh, wait, wait, you, uh, you saw this? I want to see that too. Is that the NWA? Well, I saw Hulk Hogan on WWE and you saw Ric Flair on NWA. I want to know more about it. It was never about bashing. And when it came to rock and roll, it was the same thing. I like Slayer and I like Poison. One's thrash, satanic death metal and one's glam, you know, glam rock. But I like them both. And I can't stand seeing the infighting amongst wrestling fans on social media when it comes to all of the different brands out there it's pro wrestling if you don't like a product that's fine hey i don't like the product for this reason this reason this reason but then you get this this it just gets brutal out there sometimes amongst them and they just i think mark said it or at least i remember mark saying it when he talked about the cannibalization of wrestling fans through social media. They're eating each other alive and there's no consequences to it. You say what you want and then what happens? Nothing. Well, there's a lot to what you just said. And Tommy, I want to ask you the same question I asked Bully, but there's a lot to what you just said. And you talk about the cannibalism of the pro wrestling fan right now. And, and I brought this up on the show before, but when we were kids, you either were a wrestling fan and, or you weren't a wrestling fan. So the the fans, at least when I was growing up, the fans that, you know, that didn't like, you know, pro wrestling and liked other sports, they would be like, come on, that's fake. And us fans would bond together and it, we were, it felt like a real team, like a real community. That's kind of been shattered right now. And you mentioned specifically about the AEW fan and the WWE fan, you know, fighting amongst each other. There was like a thread that I saw about, you know, the 63,000 tickets that they've sold so far for All In. And like the WWE fan saying, well, you know, 63,000 fans. That's And it was just like I was reading that thread and I had to like stop because it was so ridiculous. 
And and it seems like right now that the mainstream media accepts po- more more about pro wrestling and its community than the actual community itself. It's like the mainstream media actually respects pro wrestling more than it ever has. And now that we're getting more respect from outside of our own community, it seems like the community itself is kind of getting fractured. But let me ask you this, Bully. When it comes to that social media toxicity that of the fighting and the infighting, do you think that's the the minority of fans or do you think that's the majority of the pro wrestling fan right now? If you listen to the data that's out there, you would have to say it's the minority because there are the data suggests that only a small amount of the wrestling community is on social media. I believe even MJF said last week, maybe at the maybe at the presser or during an interview, he said that it only represents about seven percent of the wrestling community. I'm really not sure how much it is, but it's significant. I mean, look at what goes on every day just with our show, the feedback that we get on our show. Look at the feedback every Monday night after Raw or Wednesdays after Dynamite. Yada, yada. You know, I interact a lot with fans on social media for the benefit of busted open and after raw or after dynamite or after pay-per-views, I, I, I tried to get feedback from the fan base. What did you think? Did you like the show? If so, why? What was your favorite match or moment? I never say, did you not like the show? Every once in a while, I'll go the old thumbs up, thumbs down, but I'll always want to know why. And somehow that gets diverted into another company if i ask about monday night raw somehow within the thread aew fans creep their way in if i ask about dynamite somehow raw and wwe fans creep their way in and the infighting begins and i'm not sure why i don't feel like i I, i'm not looking to get dave you like a couple of different bands that i could give a shit less about like I don't care. You like those bands. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what, like I'm not the biggest Alice Cooper fan in the world. I think he's amazing live. I'd go see him again live, but I haven't bought one Alice Cooper CD in my entire life. Don't care to huge fan of the guy live. Some of his songs, meh. I know you love him. I'm not going to argue about it with you. You like him. I don't. I have different taste buds than you. What's the point of the arguing? And And this is where the fan cannibalizes each other. I'm glad that you like Alice Cooper. Good, man. Let's go rock out. We'll go see Alice and Motley and we can have a great time. But fighting about it? For for what reason? And, and, And I think that's like the big thing when it comes to social media because it's still at the end of the day pro wrestling and we should be celebrating pro wrestling, not having a division amongst the fans when it comes to what show you might like over another. Tommy, um, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Bully. Could you give me you know, one example of how social media is positive when it comes to pro wrestling and give me an example of how it could be negative? All right. Um, social media being, well, social media being positive. Uh, 
there's a lot of positivity when it comes to dealing with some social media. Um, I will use myself on a lot of examples, but I think what a lot of people need to understand, um, number one, what do we call uh, NBA, NFL, hockey, baseball? We call them teams, right? There's all these different teams. In wrestling, what do we call them? Promotions. That's why it's key with social media. Why? To promote. To promote what you're doing. Um, it's key to get the information out there. Then what a lot of people have to realize, and, and I really don't think people do, money, the business. Bully always talks about it. I've talked about it. And it's the business of social media, the views, the clicks, how much these people that are producing this thing called content, how it generates money for their company. Okay. Um, the good and the bad of it, because as you know, there's clickbait, as you know, there's, there's headlines that just aren't true, but then people don't even really take times or they, to read the article or interviews, um, the positives, you get the information out there as quickly as you want. Dave, when we talked about growing up, we got the wrestling magazines. That was our information. They were about three months dated, but yet we were watching this like it was happening current. Um, when I say getting that information out there, it was also, we got the information, if you really think about it, half truth, because we all thought wrestling was 100% legit and real. Um, this information that was coming to, we only had one source, really. And that one source was the Bible, the wrestling magazines. Well, if this magazine says so, I have to believe it because it's in print. But then if you really think about it, our whole lives, we got worked. Yeah. Because these people didn't say these things. You know who said it? Bill Apter and his editors. So that's kind of, if you look at it, that's kind of how social media is. Tommy, I, yes. Tommy, as I got older, I thought that wrestlers could make a case for suing wrestling magazines. Probably. Because especially in the magazine, like when they used to do the one-on-one -on -one sit down interview, no wrestler gave that interview. Correct. No wrestler say those words. They could be misquoted. You could have probably sued the wrestling magazines for misrepresentation and said that you have affected my character in a way that doesn't suit me. And you probably would have won the case. Correct. That's called what libel? Cause it's in print. Yeah, I never and, said that. And, and you know what, guys? I mean, there might be people who are listening to this show right now that may just realize that for the first time that, yes, all those interviews in the magazine back in the day, and I'm going back, obviously, to the 70s and 80s, those were not legit interviews. Like, you know, an interview with Barry Windham in the Inside Wrestling in 1986, that was not Barry Windham answering those questions. Dude, that forget was, about, yeah. like... Uh, Tommy Dreamer Raven one-on-one. -on -one. We didn't even sit down and take a picture where we're facing people. It just came up in the magazine. But what did all wrestlers say? We knew how much those magazines were important if we were in them and if we were on the cover. So that's the relationship. Where, again, this is before the internet. Think of people. I'll use them as an example. Matt Cardona, who got over due to the internet. He was one of the first to jump on 
and got over with it. Colt Cabana really got his first national coverage from doing a, he's the innovator of the wrestler podcast and he got himself over, but then what it is, it's big business. It's financials. It's wow. Wait, you're making this much money. Um, so again, you get the information. My other, my other thing, if you think about, we learned a lot of stuff from television, right? And, and I'll use it as the most, you know, the biggest example that if it happened today, because we kind of did without anybody really being there or still talking about it, the AEW media scrum that happened before with Vince and Sean and Brett. When did we find out that information? We literally found it out because Bret Hart spit in Vince's face and did the WCW. And then we had the sit down with Vince, right? But we didn't know about that. We knew about the punch in the, but we never saw the punch. We never heard until when the documentary that came out kind of after it. If all that stuff happened now, forget about it. And you're, you know, we're, we're seeing the ramifications of that with AEW. Um, so when, when you talk about, you know, it, it's this relationship that goes back and forth, but it's also, there's toxicity and there's positivity. When I say toxicity, I, I don't even want to get in, get into that because everybody knows it. Uh, honestly, the, the, the worst toxicity, and, and I did have to go to my phone because the anniversary just happened. Um, Hannah Kimura, a beautiful young lady that committed suicide because she was being bullied wrestlers today don't they have so much more pressure why because they're inexperienced they're going to be on television all that stuff and they're getting critiqued by people who are not wrestlers and if everyone says like or if they do a spot that everyone deems bad or whatever it's the end of the world could happen you can't escape it children can't escape it when they you know bully when he was younger he got picked on for being heavy and then you go home. But no, now you get it when you're at home. You'd get it all the time. It's it's an it's a horrible pressure that people have to deal with today. Um, and if you're doing that in the spotlight, like I you have we but what a bully says about me, jokingly but truth, you have to have thick skin. And I got thick skin because once you become famous, you open yourself up to the public. Now, I wouldn't want to be a wrestler today just starting out. I remember how hard it was when I was like a good guy and putting my hand out and fans were pulling their hands away. Could you imagine if I had to see that clip all the time or then like things that dude, we all have experienced it. I'll never forget it. The entire building is cheering for Taz. Paul Heyman is out there. One person said something bad about Taz. Taz started addressing the person. Taz started cutting a scathing promo and the building started to turn on Taz. That's social media. One person could say something and then everyone could react. And then, you know what? But Taz defended himself. But Paul's like, you can't do that because look how the people turned on you, even though you're defending yourself on something like it was this guy's opinion. Great. Who cares that he sucks? Everyone else is saying that you were great. Um, if you come back through that curtain and you're checking your phone, you're, you're a mark. If you come back through that curtain and you felt that the match was great, you heard everyone cheering for you, your agent and or your boss 
or somebody who has a higher cachet than you tells you that was a great match, that's all you really need. That's the proverbial pat on the back. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Extra, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. That, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Extra, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric CDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. The good Tommy, about Tommy, what's the average? Let's let's take all wrestling companies. What would you say is the average amount of fans at a show? Uh, I mean, two to three thousand. How about that? I, I'd say it's higher. You know, with like WWE drawing the most and like NWA, you know, drawing the least. No disrespect to NWA, but let's take a cross section of all this. I'd say five thousand people. I think that's, that's fair. a fair, I think that's a fair number. Okay. 5,000 people in a live arena cheering you or booing you. And then you come back through the curtain and run to your phone to see what the people at home are thinking. It doesn't make sense because only about 1% of those people at home are commenting 5,000 people out there in the, in the arena told you they loved the match or they booed you out of the building because you were the most hated. That's the only response wrestlers should be putting stock into. Correct. Uh, Listen, there's so many, it's, I got to say it's, it's 50, 50 because like when I say the business of it, dude, you have no clue how much money businesses make off of these things. And when I say off of these things, Facebook, Instagram, uh, all these things, because you get paid advertisers. Then on the other hand, you have, like if you're having a conversation and something picks up steam, 
the machine, this is Twitter, the machine and the business of Twitter wants to keep it going. So whatever that trend is, this machine is going to add to it with what we know as bots. So now you're arguing with a computer that's just doing its job to talk about it. So like I said, if I could talk positively from myself, man, when I offered up for prayers for my mom who was dying and I believe in the power of prayer. And then I went and my mom opened her eyes, whether that's, but that's what I feel. And literally then when my mom was still like conscious, I told her how many people sent her positive prayers and thoughts. And she was like, Whoa, like that was good. Well, if I, I also talk about like, remember when our truth was defending the 24 title and there was nothing going on on the weekend, he's on a golf course and all that stuff. That's good. That's fun. Rhea Ripley and Dom going to the Mysterios, like cool stuff you can do or extensions from your program creatively that you can do is awesome. It's also a good way to gauge of, I mean, Dave, you know, this, you're the creator of this show. Hey, we're on the, this topic. No, the phones aren't lit up at all. Nobody's calling in. Hey, we hit on a nerve. You say it all the time. The phone lines light up. That's your version of social media. Yeah, you're and, on the and, phone. You don't go on your phone during the show. Yeah, I, I a couple of things from what you just said because I think that's a, that's a good example. With with sports talk radio, we'll use busted open obviously as the barometer. Less than three percent of your audience actually will pick up the phone and call in. Like, think about it, guys. Like, at some point or another, we all have listened to whether it's political talk or sports talk or some kind of form of talk radio, right? I mean, all three of us have had. I mean, yeah. I know for me, I, I probably my entire life, I've listened to sports talk radio. Only two times in my life have I picked up the phone and called into a show. Twice. And once you were a jerk. And, and once I was a jerk. So, like... <laughs> So, so, but I've, but I've only done that twice in my entire life. That's, that's over 40 years of my life. I've been listening to sports talk radio. I've called in twice bully. You know, I know you listen to a lot of talk radio, right? How many times have you picked up the phone and actually called in? I actually do it quite often. Do you? Okay. Yeah. See, you have to ask yourself why you weren't picking up the phone to call in. Is it because you didn't want to sit on hold? What I think you, a, what if you arm, knew what if you what if you had the hotline number? What if you knew that in the minute you heard something, you could call the hotline and get right on the air and talk about it? You'd probably call in. It's it's possible, but I but I but I also look at sports talk radio as just a form of entertainment. It's not like I never really even thought of like, oh gosh, I got I gotta give my take. I gotta give my opinion on this. I don't think most people I don't think most people think that way. I don't think people, I, I think most people, it's like something to do while uh, while they're commuting uh, to or from work. Or this is something I do when I'm, you know, taking the kids to school or something. I don't think they look at it as like, oh my God, I got to call in. Some people do. You bully, you're an example of it because you said you do. But if, but again, if the hosts of the show are encouraging people to call in, I'm thinking that they genuinely want to hear from us just like, uh, we do with the nation. True. But again, you got to remember this as a host, 
and as somebody that's listening, the um, it's less than like MJF said about social media. It's seven percent of the audience is is jumping on social media. It's proven that less than three percent of your audience on talk radio pick up the phone and call in. So, is that a good enough gauge of what people like? If you and bully, if you and I are having a heated discussion and the phones aren't lighting up. If the phones aren't lighting up, does that mean for us that, hey, this topic isn't hitting, we're not grabbing people? If knowing that only less than 3% of your audience is calling him, but we also know bullying, we're guilty of it. When the phones do light up, holy shit, this is really taken off. The audience loves this. And it's do you know what that is? You're literally saying it. That's likes. That's retweets. Yeah. I mean, these are, are, are things that we use as barometers. Listen again, uh, from, from real stuff, like, you know, bully touched on a little bit about ratings and all that stuff straight up Trinity joins impact wrestling, just from the graphic that she's going to be appearing on that Thursday show, 1 million views. Don't know what it's at right now, but right away you're like, holy crap, this girl is a star. If it dwindles instantly, well, maybe we overemphasized. If we, it continues, you literally, like you could see the numbers, the YouTube hits, the, the, all this stuff of what people are viewing, whether they like it or not. Then it says, Hey, we're trending because of this. All those are the positive things, unless you're trending for the negative things. And, and it is such it's, it's, is it running pro wrestling? If I can say this, if you're creative and you're you're running a wrestling company, just like for how many years you've gotten worked with the wrestling magazines, at times you're getting worked with the internet as well. Whether across the board, you know I don't live in a political wor- world, Trump, Biden, you don't even talk about it, Right? Because you get facts from here, facts from that. What's really the truth? Then what's a bot? What's all this stuff? And then with wrestling, like I could, I could think of so many specific spots about ECW that we would have been canceled, done, like straight up when Sandman got crucified. To some people, eh. To other people, oh my God, how do you do this? And then, oh, Raven had to go and and apologize, all this stuff. If that would have aired on TV, if that, forget about it. Or even, I can't even say if it happened on television, if it was live. But I, I think, just but, I, but to your point, weekend, really quick, Tommy, to your point, though, I think like in that instance, like it's like if that happened and you're watching ECW and you saw something like that and, and an audience member didn't like it, they would say, all right, this isn't for me. Correct. I'm going to turn it off and I'm not going to watch it again. But I think in the, right now, but in 2020, it's going to be like, well, wait a second. I, I don't like it, but nobody else should like this either. And if you do like it, there's something wrong with you. So now you it's know like, how many people left that night? How many? None. I mean. I mean, how many times oh, I'm canceling the WWE network and then they try, you know, there's a trend cancel the WWE network because of a finish. It, it, it's 
like I said, it's this crazy relationship. If you really think about what it should be for, it should be for about promoting. You, you, you should use your platform and your power for good. Not everybody wants to choose it. There's people who legit want to just burn the world down. There's people like Bully said that would say something to your face, but would never say it to your, you know, I mean, would say it, wouldn't say it to your face, but would say it on a computer. Dave, Laptop I've, warriors. Seven times. I count. Seven times I have in the past five or six years, I have come face to face with people who have talked shit about me on social media because I remember things. Those same people who talk shit on social media, you should see how fast they backpedal once they come face to face with you. I had one guy told me, oh, Bubba, I was just working. This wasn't a wrestler. This was a fan. My response wasn't working, by the way. It was a full-blown shoot. And, and, and imparting for me to wrestlers, I think the best advice I could give a, a fellow wrestler, whether that's a young boy or a veteran, because I have seen veterans retweet accounts with zero followers. An account with zero followers says, hey, so-and-so, you suck. Which means if they have zero followers, nobody saw the tweet. I've seen wrestlers retweet them and respond, throwing a heaping batch of gasoline on something that doesn't even have spark. So in part, my advice is wrestlers, learn how to work your social media and don't let your social media work you. And and Mickey James said something on Busted Open the other day that it really hit me. And she talked about Yelp. You know, like where you can rate restaurants, how, <laughs> yeah. right? How many times you have a really great meal, you have you go to a great restaurant, you enjoyed yourself. Are you running to your computer and typing in a review to Yelp about how great your experience is? Probably not. But if you have a bad experience and it was a negative experience, the first thing you probably do is run to your computer and give a negative review. It's built for negativity because to your point, Bully, you're nameless and you're faceless. So it's much easier to criticize when no one can respond and, and there's no ramifications for your actions than you are if you're able to actually speak for yourself because then it's a completely different story. So again... And then, and and bully, I could, I could, under Dave LaGreca, say something nasty about you, and then start a dozen different accounts that are, are that I created under different names, saying the same thing. So people will think that's thirteen people actually saying something when it's only one person saying something. You guys know that somebody said to me on social media, "Oh, this must." be a bully burner account. I have no idea what that meant. I had to look up what burner account meant. Like people who have multiple accounts just to bash you. If I'm yeah. going to bash you, I'm just going to bash you from my, from my account. Uh, I think the, the best part about it, like what bully said is one. And as well, so if you're a fan, like I honestly, I go up, I wake up in the morning to see, the news. I'll go on just what is trending. What did I miss? 
because I don't go in the news. I just see what's trending in my world because it's fit to my topics, um, which is really sports and wrestling. Um, if you're a wrestler, like I said, go to your peers and your sense of your peers, who your agent is, who your boss is. Same with like uh, in your real job. If your management likes the way you're doing something cool, that's and gives you the proverbial pat on the back and then your boss and then eventually they give you a raise. You don't go to the person who's sitting in the cubicle next to you because they're at the same level. Like, yeah, good job. Maybe I want a, an advancement that you do. Same with wrestling. Um, we could all let it get into our head. You don't. Don't let it, let it affect you. Um, I learned the hard way. And my days are, I used to always say I loved when I went to Japan because I was too cheap to get long distance or whatever. I'd go every year. I would have my phone turned off. For however long I was there and I'd connect back with the world and it was just like, ah, oh, so refreshing, but use it to promote, use your powers for good, be a superhero. Um, uh, me personally, I like talking to fans on social media when they ask a question or I just, I peruse it on board and I'll answer people's questions and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for responding, but nothing, man. I'm just answering a question. When it's true, untruths or lies, even when you respond that way, I also don't. And they're like, oh, do you want me to take the tweet down? I'm like, no, man, it's uh, that's social media. It's instant reaction. But then realize that, you know, that instant reaction, one, could affect somebody else or two. You could be reacting to something that's false. So well, just formulate your own opinions. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest uh, lesson of it all. Uh, Tommy Bully, thank you for the participation today. Well, thank you, David. I hope our I hope our nation has learned something. If there's any wrestlers listening, and I know that they do, I hope you learned something as well. Uh, don't forget, you could subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast. We want to hear from you. Give us a five-star rating. It's very helpful for us. And if you like what you hear on the Busted Open Podcast, uh, why don't you subscribe to SiriusXM? We're live Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, each and every day, Monday through Saturday. And... While you're at it, go get our merch. Go to podswag.com slash busted open. We have brand new merchandise with our brand new logo. And we also have merch for summer with swimwear available for the nation. For myself, Tommy, and Bully, we'll talk to you next time right here on Busted Open's The Masters Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. that that's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like how about that that's a premium banging olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a biosonic sound experience that that's our legacy you ready to be a part of it unlock the energy of the all-electric cdx type s order now at acura.com the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.